We want to begin reading today the passage that we read responsively from John 14 from um, the words of our Lord Jesus concerning uh, the great truths of life that transform. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Then my Father's house are many, many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. I want to break down verse 6 into its three sections that are listed here. Jesus' words to say that I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. First of all, when Jesus says, I am the way, he means that I am the way to God. Jesus is the only way to God. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. The Bible teaches in Proverbs, there's a way of life that seems right, but the end thereof is the way of death. All of us are lured by the sin of this world uh, to follow the pleasures of our life, the the lust of the, the pride of life, uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the world. These are the three great temptations that we face. And uh, there's pleasure for a season. There is pleasure for a short time in sin. But when sin is finished, it leaves you dead. It leaves you lifeless. It zaps all of the energy out of you. It takes away your hope. It takes away your future. It takes away your future story. And uh, when we remember that our only hope for the future and our only hope for God is through Jesus Christ, we find life everlasting. But when we turn to sin and we find pleasure in the sin of this world, we soon find that life's not worth living. There are many people today that are suffering in our land people that are suffering in the Ukraine even now. My heart goes out to these people. I just wish there was some way this war could come to an end right now. It would not happen too soon. Uh, I just cannot imagine in my lifetime that wars are being fought that way uh, with such devastation uh, as we're seeing unfold uh, right in our living rooms uh, on the iPads uh, as we look at Facebook and as we watch the news in the evening. I watch that and I see the suffering of those people. I see the people that are slaughtered, uh, that are gunned down, trying to escape, trying to better their life, trying to avoid the bloodshed, and yet they are ruthlessly cut down from life and, and robbed of life. I just can hardly believe that comes about in our, in our modern time. But it is. It's happening. And it's happening because people are selfish. It's happening because dictators want to rule the world for themselves. Uh, they do not have the best interest of other people in mind. They only have the best interest of themselves. And there are few friends that they're using to get what they want. And uh, my prayer today is that 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 uh, war will come to an end as soon as possible. And I think we need to be praying seriously about that. And that um, 
uh, God will bring it to an end somehow because only the Lord can bring that to an end. Only the Lord can bring that to, to an end. And so we pray that he will. Jesus is the way to God. There's a way that seemeth right unto man, the Bible says, but the end thereof is the way of death. So the way to God, and the only way to God, is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ came in order to bridge that gap between heaven and hell for you and me. All of us were sentenced unto death. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But God in His love demonstrated His love for us in that while we were yet sinners, the Bible says, Christ Jesus died for us. It was the death of our Lord Jesus Christ on that cross when He bore our sin, when He took our, the punishment for our sin upon Himself, and He died for us on that cross. It is through that crucifixion of Jesus Christ that we have a way to God. There's no other way to God than through Jesus Christ. When you think about all the religions of the world, uh, Christianity has one thing that's different from every other religion of the world. All other religions of the world are trying to climb their way to God. Hinduism is trying to climb its way to God. Uh, Islam is trying to climb its way to God. Uh, I remember witnessing to an Islamic person just a few years ago, and I asked them, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven? And their response was simply this, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if God wills it, uh, if it be the will of God, perhaps, maybe, I will be able to, to go to heaven. Can you imagine living your life not knowing for certain that if you were to die today, you would go to heaven? Uh, that the fates of the world and that the uh, fickleness of God would be the thing that determines your entry into God's holy heaven. Well, I'll tell you, we for sure have a confidence that Eternal life is ours because Jesus said so. I am the way to God. I am the path to God. There's no other path that forgives of sin. There's no other path that gives eternal life. There are many paths to God that the religions of the world seek. All of them are trying to get to God. But the one difference of Christianity is simply this, that God has come to us. God has come to us. He has sought us out. He has come to us like the hound of heaven looking for that prodigal son that is strayed away. God has come to us in his love to seek us out. He said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. And even now Jesus is preparing an eternal place for you and for me. There's a place with many rooms. Uh, some translations say mansions. How many of you grew up uh, hearing the song, Lord, build me just a cabin in the corner of glory land? Anybody heard that song? Yeah, it's a cute tune. It's a good song. But the truth is, God's got a mansion for you in his holy heaven. God has a place of eternal life for you in his holy heaven. And through Christ is the only way to God. Jesus said, I am the way to God. Secondly, Jesus said, I am the truth from God. I am the truth from God. Several times in the Gospel of John, Jesus would say, when you've heard me speak, you've heard the Father speak. When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. When you see what I do, I do as the Father tells me to do. Now that really upset the religious leaders of Jesus' day because they thought they were the only ones that represented God. 
and that they were the only ones who had the truth from God. But when Jesus spoke, the Bible says, he spoke as if one who had authority, not like the scribes and the Pharisees who would quote other scholars, but Jesus would speak as if the Father himself had spoke through him. And the truth is, the Father did speak through him. And the words of our Lord Jesus Christ are the words of God. It is the truth from God. And the truth is that God loves you. If you don't hear anything else that I say today, uh, if you don't grab anything else from this message, I pray that you will hold on to this. God loves you. That's the truth from God. That's the one point that Jesus wants to bring across in his whole life. He spent his whole life trying to express to us that great truth that God loves you. For God so loved the world, John wrote in chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. You are that world that God made. You are that world that God created, and he loves you. In fact, there's nothing you can do to make God stop loving you. Uh, you can't be so bad that God quits loving you. God just is love. That's who he is. That's what he does. And God has pointed that love directly to you and to me through the Lord Jesus Christ and demonstrated it on the cross so that there's no doubt whatsoever that we are loved by God, that we are loved by the Heavenly Father. There's nothing you can do to make God quit loving you. He just loves you. Now, there's a lot of um, songs out there about love. There's a lot of tunes out there about love, but only the love of God is that self-sacrificing love, that agape love, that self-giving love, that generous love that says, I'm doing what is best for you. The truth is that Christ died for our sins. God demonstrates his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The truth is God loves you. And so if you don't hear anything else I say today, let this come home to you that God loves you. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth. The truth is that God loves you and that there's salvation in no other but the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm also the life of God. I am also the life of God. Jesus spoke very clearly about one enemy that we all have. And that one enemy is Satan himself. He calls him a thief in the scriptures. And he says, this thief has come to kill and steal and to destroy. But he said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The life that Christ offers is an eternal life. The life that Christ offers will never end. It is forever and forever and forever. You know how long forever is? You ever thought about how long forever is? We travel to Louisville and back quite often. Uh, we get on uh, the uh, Highway 31, the Dixie Highway. And about halfway down Muldraw Hill on the left, there's a, um, there's a fountain coming, at, coming down across the side of the hill there. And it's running water all the time, except in the winter when it freezes over. And that water runs all the time. Every day that water is eroding that hill, but you really can't tell. But every day it's eroding that hill. I wonder how long it'll take before it will create a trench of some kind, a trough of some kind. I mean, that water just continues to run. 
And it reminds me of this little illustration about eternity and about how long eternity is. If you can imagine, there is in the, in the world a, a globe the size of this earth. A globe the size of this earth. And the globe that's the size of this earth, there's an eagle that flies by every 1,000 years. That's been 2,000 years since Christ was here. But every 1,000 years, this eagle will fly by this steel ball that's out in the universe somewhere, out in the sky somewhere, the size of the earth, a steel ball. And every 1,000 years, that eagle will fly by and lightly touch that steel ball. And another 1,000 years, it will fly by again and lightly touch that steel ball. The time that it takes for that steel ball to wear down to nothing is just the beginning of eternity. That's a long time, isn't it? It's a long time to live forever, thanks be to God, but it's also a long time to be wrong. I would rather spend my years in this life, living for the Lord Jesus Christ and believing that He is the Son of God and that He is going to return and there will be a return of Christ, I would rather spend my whole life with that hope than to spend all my life not sure, than to spend all my life not certain that Christ is my Savior and my Lord because, folks, eternity is too long to be wrong. Eternity is too long to be wrong. You can't afford to take that chance. You can't afford to keep saying no to the Lord. You can't afford to keep saying not today to the Lord. You can't afford to keep rejecting an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. Let Him transform your life and change you forever. Because these are the truths that, that changes everything. It changes eternity. Now who you were yesterday, you can't do a thing about that. What you did yesterday, it's all behind you. But you can decide your destiny and your future. It's in your hands right now to decide. What will be your destiny? Where will you be a hundred years from now? A hundred years from now, none of us will be breathing and living here at Ekron. A hundred years from now, we will be gone. Where will you be spending eternity? Will it be in God's holy heaven? Or will it be in a place called death and hell? Jesus warned us about that place called Gehenna. Gehenna is the word that's translated hell. It's really the fire pit or the trash pit that was burned all the time outside of, of Jerusalem. It burned day and night. And Jesus said that's what hell is like. It burns day and night. Can you afford to continue to say no to Christ? Knowing that you may spend eternity there? You will without Jesus. You will without the for forgiveness of sin. You can't earn this salvation. You can't work for this salvation. You can't buy this salvation. You can't marry into this salvation. 
You might have married a Christian wife or a Christian husband. You might have, you might have Christian family. You might have been born into a, a, a Christian family. That doesn't make you a Christian. What makes you a believer and a Christian is to trust Jesus as your personal Savior and your personal Lord. So I invite you today to make that decision, to make it firm. And by doing so, you'll be wanting to come forward. I'll be standing down front. We'd love to pray with you and help you to commit your life publicly now to Jesus Christ. Let's stand together. Let's respond to this opportunity to receive Christ as our Savior and Lord. Father, we thank you for this opportunity now to make this decision public, to give our life to you. I know there are folks here who have not yet surrendered to Jesus, not yet given their life to the Lord. I pray that today will be the day of salvation. I pray that right now will be the opportune time. Draw through your Holy Spirit, O Lord, in ways that the preacher cannot convince. Draw with our hearts, Lord Jesus. Tug at our hearts strongly, I pray. And call us to yourself. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to the Sunday morning worship service of the Ekron Baptist Church. You too can accept the eternal life offered by Jesus Christ. First, admit that you are a sinner. Then believe that Jesus Christ can forgive you of your sins and ask Him to come into your heart and change your life. Then confess your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. If you've made this decision today, write to us at the Ekron Baptist Church, 2775 Hayesville Road, Ekron, Kentucky, 40117. If you're looking for a church home, we invite you to be a part of our growing family with programs and Bible studies for all ages. Join us next Sunday at 11 a.m. for morning worship from the Ekron Baptist Church. Until that time, may God bless.